So, what were we going to talk about? We were going to say... is anywhere but here my name's maria my name's tom and we are two reluctant residents of greensboro north carolina who yeah. want to talk about it and want to talk about it with other reluctant residents of greensboro <laughs> and kind of explore our accidental love for the city yeah it'll be great i'm excited i'm very excited we're gonna have guests and then you and i are gonna talk for hours many many hours <laughs> so many hours we're looking forward to it this is Luke Thompson, and you're listening to Free Pizza Podcast. Okay. Free Pizza, your platform for creative. Today we have a very, very, very special guest, the one and only Adrian Lewis. What's up, brother? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm so happy we were able to get this going because I know we both been kind of like traveling a little bit and all that. But, you know, I was very yeah. excited for you because I actually found you on the Explore page because that Druthers shoot you did. Is that how you pronounce it? Druthers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it on the Explore page and obviously the clothes are cool, but I was like, who took these photos? <laughs> so I actually went through there, went through the site and then found you and sent you an email. And uh, here we are. So I'm very excited. Yeah, man. That's really dope because yeah, I was wondering how you actually, yeah, how you uh, found me. But I do remember you saying, I think you said it maybe in the email that it was like through the Druthers thing. That was actually like a, a crazy situation how that all turned out. But I'm, I'm happy we got to connect, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you also specialize in fine art, you know, working editorial, landscape and all that. So you're pretty well versed uh, in, the fo- in the photo game. So we're going to talk about all that in this conversation. But let's go back and talk about where you're from and then we'll work our way to where you are now. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, where, where were you born, and uh, how was your family life like? How was your How was your upbringing? Yeah, so it's funny. Um, I grew up in upstate New York. Oh wow! Yeah, I grew up in upstate New York. Uh, this little town called Preston Hollow. It's like about forty five minutes outside of Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, grew up in the Catskill Mountains. Um, very much country living, but like, my parents are like not country people at all. But they were just really just trying to get out the city. Um, so we ended up moving up there. Uh, I went to, uh, like private school in Albany, really Christian school. My parents are, are very religious. So, uh, they had me in Christian school, uh, grew up in church and, um, like was doing a lot of music for the most part. I mean, I still am a musician, but yeah, my, both my parents are singers. So, um, started getting into music and was doing actually pretty well in music for a while. Wow until COVID hit in 2020 and I had to, I had a cross country tour planned. And so that got canceled. And so I, I kind of was like, dang, I need to find another way to like be creative since I can't really play shows and stuff. And I ended up picking up a camera in, in October, 2020, when I went on a trip. Wait, hold on. To... 2020? Yeah. You started, you picked up a camera in 2020? Yeah. My dad let me borrow one of his <laughs> cameras that he just, yeah. used. Oh. Sorry, I'm taking it back. I'm very impressed by that. That's only been so. It's only been two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just in October. Yeah, we marked the two year mark. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I was very thrown away. You, it was like you've been photographing for for decades. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm very. Oh, I was very, well, well, That's a compliment. Well, thank you. I mean, that means a lot. Yeah, that means a lot, brother. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just very taken aback. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny because it was my dad has always he did like some videography stuff. He's like does like documentary st- style stuff. And I was like, I grew up around cameras, but I never really like used them just because like, my dad is very particular about his equipment. I was like, yeah, I don't want to break his stuff. Yeah. Um, but he had an older camera, the Canon 7D, which mm. I don't know, I think it came out like maybe like 2007, 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. And didn't really use it anymore. But I was going on a trip out to <clears throat> um, Joshua Tree with some friends in 2020 for my birthday. And so I asked him if I could just bring it so I could kind of like just document some of the trip. Um, and yeah, he, he said, yeah, I could use it. I brought it with me. I had no idea what I was doing uh, at all. <laughs> now that I look back, I'm like, I really did not know how to use that camera at all. Um, but yeah, I, I fell in love with it while I was using it. I was liking some of the pictures that I took. And so uh, I showed him some of the stuff that I took when um, – when I got back, he was like, yeah, honestly, you can just keep the camera and, you know, start using that. So, wow. <clears throat> so, yeah, so that was like my first camera. I started taking pictures with that and just like realized I was like, dang, I really enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I always tell people like I was lucky because I also during like 2020, like we still kind of were indoors. Yeah, you still couldn't like really be outside. So I had like a lot of free time. So I just studied a lot. I like went on YouTube. Um, was looking up other photographers and kind of just like learning a lot about like lighting um, and just like about like composition as well. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of studying in my free time and that's all I would do. So I feel like I was in a, a really, I got lucky with the spot that I was in, in that I just had a, a lot of time to just study and kind of get good quickly because that's all I, I could just focus on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is yeah, so. that is extremely impressive. So you're self-taught then in that sense. Well, self-taught in a way that you don't you didn't go to any traditional classes for, yeah, for no. photography. And I'm glad you use YouTube is such an incredible, incredible source of information. Yeah. You know, I mean, YouTube University is a real thing. So most definitely that is phenomenal. I'm, I'm curious, though, for me, what kind of music did you did you uh, do you still currently make and make uh, back then? So, um, I mean, I started out playing, <clears throat> it was like church music, mm-hmm. uh, originally, and then, uh, moved out to California after high school and started really getting into R and B music. Um, so when I came back to New York, um, I really started getting, I really started doing a lot of neo soul R and B soul music. <clears throat> so that was kind of my thing. I still do that. Um, I still play shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely like R and B, R and B music. That's like that's really dope. been something I've loved. Yeah, he has some of your music after this. Um, so during COVID 2020, obviously everyone's inside. You're in New York, which is like a hot, hot, hot spot. So yeah. were you able to really practice doing portraits and stuff like that with some friends? Or how were you navigating? I know you do landscapes too. So were you doing more of that? What were you doing more of as you were learning these skills? So, yeah, um, I think so. Luckily, I lived in upstate New York. So you're still so- in upstate at this point. I was in upstate. Okay. Yeah, I didn't move down to the city until uh, December of 2021. Okay. Perfect. So, so, so yeah. So in 2020, when I started doing photography, I, I went on that trip with my friends. So I was taking some portraits of them while we were in like Joshua Tree and stuff. 
And then once winter came, I uh, really got into just like doing the landscape stuff. So I would just put on a snowsuit and just like go into the woods <laughs> and just like start taking pictures and stuff. My dad had like some cool fisheye lenses that I was messing around with. Um, and yeah, I would just like sit in, sit in the snow and try to like kind of get some good compositions and stuff. So, and then once springtime came in like 2021, I started hitting up some friends being like, yo, can I just take some pictures of you and stuff like that? I'm really trying to get good at this. My friends were all, they were like, yeah, we're down for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then through that, I just started, you know, putting that stuff up and <clears throat> I started getting paid work through that. And wow. also too, I should say that like, I have like a decent amount of people that I know who are photographers mm-hmm. who like literally were very supportive. My friend, Steven, Steven Schultz, who's an incredible photographer. Um, he actually just, filmed um like a you know, oh. they oh you did it with M6. joe greer yeah he did it with joe greer so, That's yeah. your, you know him yeah we went to high school together so yeah we went to high school together so we became like really good friends in high school and we've remained like very close friends since then so he was the guy that i was calling up asking him questions and stuff like oh man how, how do i do this you know if you have any recommendations about this and stuff and he was the one who actually recommended me uh, upgrading from the 7D, which uh, I now shoot with the Canon EOS R. So yes. I upgraded to that. So, yeah, great camera, great camera. Um, and then from in 2021, <clears throat> I was like, you know what, let me just start shooting, like trying to shoot film because I just always loved the look of film mm-hmm. even before I was a photographer. And I was like, you know, let me you know take a whack at it. And then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I just want to shoot like pretty much solely film yes wow so you're so you're mostly film now yeah i'm mostly film now i mean i'm gonna see how long i can do it man kodak is wild out with these prices love them to death love them to death but bro it's getting it's getting it's getting crazy oh my god i saw the other day i think one roll of four four hundred was on amazon was just like 20 something dollars one roll one <laughs> yeah nah I, I went on bnh and it was like for the pro pack it was 80 bucks i was like Man, I can't. I can't do this. I can't, I can't do this. Very privileged to shoot a lot of film. If if you are, unless you can. My friend here, his name's Jaffa. He actually rolls his own, and he develops himself. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's very. It's, oh, it's crazy. He, he gave me a bunch of rolls of his. Actually, I might send you some. I think I have a few rolls laying around. I'm gonna send you some. Um, okay. Um, Love that. So, starts with a K. It's actually decent film, but he's gave me a bunch of it. He's like, yeah, man. If you need me to develop it, I can do that for you too. He does everything himself. That's the wow. only way to keep it cheap. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's man, wild it's, yeah it's a lot yeah yeah so tell us kind of why because obviously film's coming back real big right now uh, as you see with the prices um what about it really i guess you know brings you in like what, what about film really brings you in for you just a process of it the analog like just all of it yeah i mean well i guess in the <clears throat> when you look at the timeline of photography film has been out a lot longer than digital has you know yeah and so some of like the cats from back in the day, I mean, Gordon Parks just being one of oh, them. Oh yeah. Um, some of the, especially the images they captured during the civil rights movement, um, um, just really inspired me personally. Um, and that kind of like documentary style of photography just during that time um, was absolutely incredible. And I like really look look up to those people, those guys because. They really had to know what they were doing. Some of the moments that they captured were so incredible. But when you have film, it's like it's like you shoot the picture and you're like, you're hoping for the best, you know? Yeah. And these cats really knew their craft enough so that when that moment happened, they were like, I'm ready. And they yeah. captured it. Yeah. Um, and so for me, like, 
that is like a very high level of artistry. And I'm not, you know, knocking digital photography because I take digital photos myself, especially when I'm working with like commercial clients and stuff. And I think whatever, um, if you're using film or digital, you know, it's all about the person behind the camera in your eye yes. at the end of the day. Yes. Um, but film for me has always been something where it was like, if I can shoot film, and, and then too, it's like all about like, you know, you have a limited number of, of pictures you can take on a roll. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it really makes you, you know, really focus on what's going on around you, yes. you know, composition, um, you know, you're making sure your settings are right. And it makes you like slow down and it brings like another level of intentionality, I think, to it. Um, and so I was like, you know what, that's something that I really want to lean into myself. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I've always within my music, I was like, I always strove for excellence. Um, and I said, if I'm going to do photography, I want to do the same thing. Absolutely. And um, some of the cats who I feel like were doing some of the most excellent work that I've ever seen were shooting on film. And so I was like, Yo, I really want to carry on and hopefully maybe one day be a part of that legacy of like, you know, making really incredible pictures that inspire people. Absolutely. And it's definitely a bit culture, you know, with film. And it's something that's mm-hmm. very, very special. So, yeah, I was just wondering, you know, all my friends here who shoot film, I was just wonder why. And they give very similar answers. It, it slows you down mm-hmm. and there's more of a craft to it. And uh, it's just a very special process. So that's super dope. Um, how did it feel? Yeah. So when you get started getting the paid work, at this point, <clears throat> did you want to be a photographer, like as a career, as a professional? Did you want to do this for real as you were starting to get paid work? Yeah, I mean, also, too, like, I think, yeah, it's it's weird because I, I feel like I'm still in like that period where I'm doing a lot of shows like like music is is popping and stuff. Um, and I'm also doing photography work. So I'm kind of like in this weird spot right now where I'm like, dang, OK, what do I put more of my time into? Um, you know, what do I want my life to look like? Do I want to be a photographer? Do I want to be a musician? Do I want to try to balance both? Um, <clears throat> so. I'm kind of still in that phase of like, what do I actually want to do? I'm kind of right now. I'm kind of just, you know, I'm just going to go for both right now and mm-hmm. we're going to see what, what pans out. Um, but the paid work was great because with music, man, like when you do shows and stuff, you do get paid, but you get paid a lot more for your photography. Honestly, <laughs> if I'm keeping it a buck, keeping it, it's like, you really do, yeah. you know, you really do. And it's like, also the turnaround time is a lot quicker uh, with yeah. the creative process. When I'm like making a track or something, Sometimes it can take me like a month or longer, you know, sometimes to complete a song from like writing the song to, you know, getting it arranged, to getting it produced, mixed, mastered, mm-hmm. all that whole process. Mm-hmm. It can be a, it can be a minute to get all that done and very expensive, like very expensive for yes. the whole process as well. So um, photography, I'm like, I invested in the gear already. I pull up with like, you know, my stuff um, and then take pictures, go home. I can usually just edit it in a day or two good to go project you know check is deposited into my bank account i'm a happy individual you know <laughs> yes <laughs> yes absolutely you know? so um so yeah definitely i've been leaning into photography i guess for more of like i'm more the professional side because of like it's definitely like helping pay the bills and stuff yeah. but also like music still has a really big part of my heart and i love doing that so that's amazing so trying to figure that out I'm fully confident that you're able to still cater to both, you know, as, as you as you go through it. You seem like you're very, very uh, passionate and determined for both of them. So I'm definitely hoping that you can do both. Yeah. Um, I mean, man, if you don't mind, 
I know you're, you're asking me questions, but I'd love to know how long have you been doing photography and like what inspires you and stuff too as well. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. This is Elise Bird, and you're listening to Free Pizza Podcast. Sure, yeah. So I started in 2012, 2010. Okay. Um, when I was a sophomore in college professionally. Before that, I started in middle school a little bit. My mom got me a camera when I was in middle school from like JCPenney. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started shooting into, but definitely more professionally in college. I started working for some magazines in school, um, shooting a lot of nice. concerts, a lot of landscape at first. Because I usually, when I got a camera, I wanted to use it as an escape to get away from people. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a lot of landscape stuff. And my best friend's okay. dad is a professional um, nature photographer. Um, okay. So I used to go out with him and be out in nature, and it was wonderful. But then I realized how social I am. So I brought it back in to people and events okay. and concerts and all that. So um, I've been working for publications now. I, uh, I do a lot of freelance portrait stuff, a couple weddings. I don't love weddings, but I'll do them depending on what it is. Um mm-hmm. But I'm like you. I do a variety of things. I'm inspired by just everything. I'm inspired by life. So I'll shoot whatever. <laughs> okay. Got you. Honestly, I'll say too, man. I did a couple weddings. I, I, I shouldn't say I love, but I really like second shooting. Second shooting is great. Yes. Some second shooting, that is incredible. I just show up. I take the pictures. And then I send, give the pictures to the head <laughs> photographer. And then I leave. And then the check gets deposited into my bank account. And I am a happy individual. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. I've only primarily shot maybe one or two, but I've mostly second shot. So I'm like you, man. I'm just like, hey, man, here's the SC card. Here's my th- mm-hmm. give me the money. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. It's called yeah. it a day. But it's, you know, yeah. for, I think weddings are just a means to an end. I mean, it's a lot of money. There's so much money in that industry. Yeah. You know, and my really, there really is. My friends who love shooting weddings, like they are financially. They, they, they're good <laughs> yeah now they same with my friends man i'm like maybe i'd be like hearing how much they make and i'm like dang man, I'm like, should i just do that i don't, I, I don't know man they, they're making bread I'm like shoot <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy because i mean in the wedding season for i guess a season wedding photographer you can probably clear six figures and Definitely. then your winter months you're chilling mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're, they're right now, my friends now who do that stuff aren't doing anything. They're they're they're, they're going on vacations. They're yeah. doing whatever. They're good. So I, I that's not me. I can't do it. That's just not me. I just like doing other more creative stuff with my camera. So I would I wish I had that. Yeah. yeah. No, I I feel that too, man. Because I, I the one thing that I do hear from my friends who do do it like a lot and are making six figures <clears throat> is that they like get burnt out and then. And then sometimes you don't have like really any time to like really do some like other creative stuff with your photography. It's mm-hmm. like because now it's just like I do weddings that takes up all of my time. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, that's the one thing I was like, I I, I really don't want that to be me. I I love the the excitement that I get from like come trying to come up with an interesting concept for a shoot. You know. Yep. Uh, where like I feel like weddings are. Yeah. I mean, you there is creatively wait within doing weddings and stuff of course but i mean it's pretty cooker cookie cutter when it comes to weddings it's like you have like a shot list and stuff like this you know so yep um but yeah I, for, for me personally again yeah i think you you share a very similar sentiment it's yeah. like 
it's, it's not really for me but you know every now and then when they're like yo i'm gonna offer you some money to do a wedding i'm like shoot i'll, I'll pull up yeah i'll pull up <laughs> yeah i'm telling you and weddings are also they were they're kind of recession proof like pretty much whatever environment you're in economically the world is in like usually people need photos from for a wedding like it just most of you know so you're you're never really hurting if you don't mind doing weddings every now and then so yeah exactly necessary evil <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So for you, like with the with the editorial work, when did that come in? Or I guess give us the 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 the, the order of when things started happening. Like you start doing like landscapes, and I see you doing a lot of studio stuff, and I see you doing a lot of variety of things. So how did that happen? In what order? Yeah. So <clears throat> excuse me. Definitely. <clears throat> um, I think the landscape stuff. Yeah, came first. Um, I also my girlfriend is French, so we traveled the past two years we've gone to europe and stuff so i was actually doing a lot of landscape stuff out there that's right so um yeah so i went with her last year we spent a month just going we went to i think it was like france italy spain um and hit a couple other places too along the way so yeah i did a lot of landscape work out there which europe has some of the most beautiful landscapes I've ever seen. Oh, I've in heard my whole entire life. It was, and then this past year when we went, we went to the Dolomites in Italy, oh. Um, oh which, which, um, man, I, I'll say this: I did not see um, like a, a black person for like a week, and I was like, "Yo, I'm like, I'm like, I literally put on my story. I was like, black people, we need to pull up to these spots, <laughs> occupy Austria. It's like seriously, because I'm like." <clears throat> Some of the stuff, like even some kids who I've talked to, man, who live in the inner cities who really haven't even like, they're like, they haven't really even left the state. I'm like, man, I'm like, I, it's so good for your spirit to just be out in nature like that. Yes. And just to be around that kind of stuff. And I'm like, dang, I, that's why I said, I'm like, black people, if you get the opportunity, come out here because like, you know, this, this world is for us, you know, it, it's we like, belong everywhere. Exactly. We belong exactly. everywhere. So I honestly, I got it kind of emotional too, because I'm like, while I was up there, I was seeing this beautiful sights. So I was like, dang, I'm like, there's a lot of people who may not have the opportunity um, to be able to see this. Mm-hmm. And I just felt really blessed to, I was like, dang, man, this is amazing that I get to be here, um, take this in and photograph this. So, um, but yeah, so the landscape stuff I love doing, um, but I, from there, uh, people would start, just start hitting me up. They're like, Hey age, uh, can I do a portrait shoot? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we can do some portrait stuff. Um, and then, uh, people saw my portrait stuff. They're like, Oh, I have like a jewelry company. Would you want to shoot, maybe shoot like a, a lifestyle type thing for that? Oh. I was like, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. And so, yeah. And so, um, then like kind of people would see that and then be like, Oh, I would love to have you do this for me and then this for me and uh the druther shoot that you saw actually when i moved down to the city i actually re- started reaching out to some some brands that i really like their message druthers they're very environmentally friendly mm-hmm. and they um definitely and they like their their whole mess i just really lo- love their whole message when i uh looked up their clothing and stuff so i reached out to them about it uh they liked my work and uh, we set up a shoot and then that's kind of how that happened and I'm actually working on another project with them now. So, yes. um, yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, they're great. I love those guys over there. Um, so that's kind of how it happened. And then like, it just really just became a word of mouth thing. And then also people seeing me on Instagram too. They're like, I saw the, the work you did with brothers, or I saw the work you did with N- N- Nadine Medina jewelry. Um, 
So it was like, it was kind of, it was just like a lot of word of mouth and then also social media stuff. So absolutely. Social media is a, is a, is a powerful thing. Definitely a blessing yeah. and a curse sometimes. Um, Most definitely. <laughs> so I want to jump back a little bit because I want to talk about why you even moved to the city in the first place. Is it because you were, you were dating or just more opportunity in the city? Like how did that, uh, that process go? Yeah. So definitely, um, I mean, my girlfriend already lived down here, mm -hmm. so we were like having to commute back and forth to like see each other. Um, but I just been talking to her, and we both were like, cause she's a photographer as well. She's oh, is a she? very good photographer. Yeah, she's a very good Ooh, photographer. Send me a link. Uh, oh yeah, almost definitely. Y'all, yeah. I'll send you her Instagram because uh, yeah, she does amazing work. Um, but we were both like, honestly, um, we just want to be um, closer, like more in the thick of it when it comes to, especially if we want to really do this um professionally and um seriously mm -hmm. so yeah moving down to the city kind of was has always been on my mind um for like a long time even with music because i was like you know there's just a yes. lot more opportunity mm -hmm. um so um it was already something i've been thinking about and then i just decided to pull the trigger on it in december um because we both got covid and were quarantined together at her spot oh no and so i was like i was like I, you know honestly you might as well just stay down here at this point yeah <laughs> um yeah. so um so yeah I've, I've been here since but it's been good you know there's just like it's a lot of work to be done in the city um and this is like a huge fashion hub i love um fashion i love style and i love doing that kind of work and that's what i really want to do with like a I always try to tell people like there's like that very much Vogue editorial stuff, which I think is great, but I really love more of like a lifestyle um, take on photog on like fashion photography. I don't know. If, are you familiar with James Harvey Kelly? James Harvey Kelly. I'm not actually. Yo, you should check out his stuff. I'll, I'll send you a link to him too. Yeah, send me a link he does a lot of uh, Ralph Lauren stuff, a lot of their film work. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I want to see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. and I've, um, I've, I've loved his work and like that's someone who I've, probably who I've been most inspired by when it comes to my work. Um, but yeah, that's uh, like, you know, the city is the place to be if you're trying to be a, be a photographer within the fashion industry. So absolutely. And yeah. I, I, yeah. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. Um, I have a, so many friends move up from here to, uh, cause there's actually a very good, um, there's a bunch of art schools in North Carolina. That's where I am in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> there's a school here called RCC, which is where one of the best photo schools on the East Coast. And a lot of my friends end up going that route to go to New York, and they're all in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. New York is, especially with fashion, is the the hot spot to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when did you get develop a, I guess, a liking for style and fashion? Was that at a young age? Yeah, I mean, I was the dude who was, like, wearing, like, cardigans and, like, ties in, like, high school. And we didn't even have, like, a, a uniform. Yeah. I just, like, yeah, I, I, a lot of my older cousins, too, uh, they worked at, like, Tommy Hilfiger or Ralph Lauren, and they were very stylish themselves. So they would drop off, like, uh, a plastic bags every now and then with like you know hand-me-downs and stuff so it wasn't like the average hand-me-downs people were getting like i was getting like tommy hill figure i was getting religion like true religion jeans i was getting like todd's shoes yes. i was getting like cashmere sweaters from polo and stuff like that so i was like oh shoot if i'm gonna be having this clothing i might as well be like you know looking fresh so um that's kind of how i really got into it um and so because of that i've always just had a big appreciation for it so 
uh, when I started really getting into photography. A lot of my friends are really stylish as well. So I just started like photographing them. I'm like, yo, I trust y'all to put together a good fit and stuff. Oh, that makes or easy. we would talk about it. Yeah. So um, I've always just loved that. Um, so yeah, w- when I came to doing photography and stuff, I was like, yo, I feel like, you know, going, doing fashion photography, um, I feel like it was something that I would just love. And I've been really enjoying it too, working with brands and clothing companies and stuff. Absolutely. And to piggyback off that with Druthers and, and Zion and hand-me-downs and businessman, like I'm looking through all those I've been doing, looking through them for the past week or so. It, it, it feels so warm. Like it, like their photos just feel so warm and, and inviting. And I wonder how you developed that style. Like where did, cause obviously you, you, you share your influences, but like how mm. did you kind of make it your own? You know what I'm saying? Like how did you make your own style like it is now? Um, well, well, design well, design shoot is interesting because <clears throat> I actually all the all the clothing that they're those those they're wearing in the design one um, I actually designed with a seamstress. Oh no so way! So it's a very simple yeah it's a very simple design. Uh, the whole message behind it was pretty much the uh, how in Negro spirituals they speak about Zion and crossing over the river and how they were dreaming about escaping the the horrors of slavery and finding peace wow. on the other side in heaven. So that was like the whole inspiration behind that. So I was like, let's like try to um, create like some garments that kind of like in my thought process and like how sometimes things are depicted in the Bible, Mm kind of like what garb in heaven might look like. Plus, you have that beautiful feel that they're in and stuff like that. Um, So for that particular shoot, it was very much in, uh, you know, drawing inspiration from that, some biblical stuff and. Um, but I, I think I, I've always just loved like the real, a really like clean, clean look, um, mm-hmm. when it comes to, comes to my photography. And I, I, it, I'm kind of at a point now where I want to branch out a little bit and, ex- and experiment cause I'm like, I, I need to break that mold. But, um, I don't know. Again, I, I loved like looking at like Ralph Lauren catalogs yes. when I was like, when I was younger and they have Ralph Lauren always had that <clears throat> old money aesthetic, which I'm not a huge fan of like the whole like old money thing, but at the same time, I just loved the look and the clothing and the fashion. I'm like, it looked expensive, but just the way that they would shoot it, it just like looked very elegant and very clean. And so when I started doing my own photography, I was like, how can I bring that, like, you know, bring my own taste into it as well? Yeah. And I've always, um, wanted to make sure that I represented people of color as well in, in my photography and try to kind of, again, occupying like all spaces and kind of like, um, like putting, you know, sometimes people of color in spaces that they haven't previously been represented in, you know? Yes. So, so that's been a big part of it. I love that. That's wonderful. I mean, that, that Zion one does look like a, look a dreamscape. It looks like it's like, in a, yeah. you know, you did a very, very, very good job of that. And to know that you were very hands on in the garments and everything as well is, is very impressive. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah Strait. She was the one who um, was the one who did all of the seamstressing and stuff like that. She was the one who like actually like physically made the clothing. So so she killed it. And then all the people that modeled in there, they they did a great job. So it was it like luckily i just had a really good group of people come together to make that project a possibility so absolutely and where where was this shot so this is actually just a couple minutes away from where my parents live where i grew up in the Catskill mountains wow that is in new york 
Yeah, it's in New York. So yeah, that's up. Um, there's like this big hill that you drive up to and on top of the hill. Um, it's already high elevation where my parents live at. So you can just like see for miles and miles. You can actually see, I believe, to Massachusetts um, just because it's like the lookout is so far. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that is yeah. that's beautiful. It's funny. Every time I go to New York, obviously I go to the city, but I keep forgetting because I have people, here, friends here who have moved down from New York who are from that area as well um, or up, upstate New York. And they're like, yo, New York City is cool, but you got to experience the greens and the hills and the mountains of New York. It's all very beautiful. So I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, too, man. If you come, <clears throat> excuse me, in the fall, uh, the foliage is absolutely beautiful. It's incredible. Wow. Um, and Vermont is not too far away. You can, uh, if you drive to Troy, New York, you can, it's like about, like all, from Albany slash Troy, it's probably about like 50 minutes to Vermont. And oh um, it's absolutely beautiful. The 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Keep that in mind for sure. Also, you said you're in North Carolina, man. It's funny because yeah. my my dad's whole side of the family's from North Carolina. They're from Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Oh yes, yes, yes. So Fayetteville for me. I'm in Greensboro. Have you been down here before? I have. It's been years though. Okay. Yeah, I'm about Ooh. two and a half hours from Fayetteville. But yeah, I've been through there many okay. times. Yeah, that's a cool, okay, that's a cool little you. area. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever actually ever been to Fayetteville, but I just know my grandmother telling me stories from like when she was growing up down south. But it was Fayetteville, North Carolina. I was like, wow, that's cool. so. It was just that was funny. It's it's very interesting. Uh, everyone I talked to has some connection to this state. Um, yeah, yeah. I was in Mexico for two weeks uh, working uh, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and. Almost everyone, even you know, people who were you know native to Mexico and there, they're like, "Oh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Durham." I'm just like, "No, mm. but that's crazy that you know about those cities." Yeah, yeah, Mexico. yeah. Um, mm. So it's just really dope. It's really dope. Yeah, come down here sometime. It's, it's a cozy little place. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I'm very impressed by, and it's still blowing my mind, that you've done all this work within two years. So I'm guessing you came down here and went straight to work. <laughs> when you, to, yeah. To, in New York. <clears throat> yeah, I. Um, knew some people who actually moved down to the city as well so okay. like i started hitting them up be like yo y'all want to do some shoots like my friend till she moved from upstate i think she moved down last year and so she's one of the first people i did a shoot with um yeah i have her pictures on my instagram she has like the curly hair we okay. shot in the studio and she's actually doing a lot of stuff as like she's doing very well for herself as a model you know down here so i started hitting some of those people up um and um yeah just started just doing shoot doing shoots but i was like yo if i'm gonna be down here i definitely want to be working you know you got you really have to be working right so you You have to be working working. yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely and also studio is a lot different from you shooting on the street so how did you develop develop those skills and finding your studio and all that yeah so um shooting in the studio is something that for me every time i go into a studio shoot i there's a like a little bit of anxiety that i have Mm. not gonna lie um because when you're shooting with natural light it's pretty easy mm-hmm. uh when you're shooting with studio light like strobes and stuff like that i've been like for the last couple months i've just been deep diving in youtube about how to use strobes different lighting setups and stuff um you know um using v flats negative fills mm-hmm. all that stuff for like dynamic portraits so that's really been something that now i'm diving into because um i just realized if i really want to do fashion photography a lot of stuff is going to be in studio yes and i do need to know how to use like like you know strobes and all that stuff so luckily i've kind of learned that 
Um, and I actually just had a shoot, uh, I think it was last week in studio that actually went very, very well. Um, and <clears throat> I wasn't going to use a flash. I wasn't going to bring a flash with me because there was a good amount of natural light in the studio from the pictures that I saw. And then I got there and realized that there wasn't this lighting that I thought there was going to be. And also a huge tree in front of the window blocking <laughs> that light. So I was like, I was like, geez, man. Um, but it's, you know, my thing is like, I really want to know as much as I can or learn as much as I can about, you know, just being prepared in all situations, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just cause I'm like, I was like, yo, again, if I, if this is something I really want to do, I want to be the best at it that I can be. So studio has definitely been like a newer frontier for me, but it's something that I'm also really excited about because of all the possibilities of what can happen in the studio and what I've seen other people do in the studio. And I'm like, dang, I want to do like work like that. Just like, even me and my girlfriend, we've been studying like Photoshop because do most of my editing Lightroom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so um, now, like uh, Photoshop is like this new thing where we're like, you know what? We've been looking up stuff, and even some of my clients have been asking me, "Hey, can you do this? Can you do this?" I'm like, "Yeah. How do you do this?" <laughs> I'm typing it in. <laughs> yes. On the, on the spot. I'm like, "How do we do this in Photoshop?" <laughs> um, so it's like it's it's kind of like you know it's con it's a continuous learning process and because i haven't been doing it too long there are certain situations where i'm like you know i'm not i don't want to say prepared for it, but sometimes i'm just not expecting mm -hmm. and so i'm just like trying to like now learn as much as i can as fast as i can yeah yeah do you feel like yeah. you're do you feel like you're on a time clock with being in New York? I mean, obviously, New York is very saturated as far as, like, people trying to do similar things. Do you ever feel, feel overwhelmed by it? I think right now, I, I I don't know if I feel overwhelmed. I think right now I'm really just trying to get more and more work. Good. Um, I just turned 28 a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, And so, <clears throat> yeah, I'm like me and my girlfriend like you know we're starting to like we're taking things very seriously so at some point i'm like yeah you know uh shorty my you know i think she's gonna be the one you know i'm gonna get like boot up boot up you know yeah so yes, yes. Um, but yeah and so even just thinking about okay you know i want to get married soon i want to start a family and but i also don't want to be in a situation where i'm like working a job that i don't want to you know be working at mm -mm. i want to be happy and i want to be able to do something creative so um, that's, what's really been the driving force. I think for me lately is like, I feel like I'm kind of like on a time clock as to, <clears throat> I, I really want to be at a certain spot in my life so that I'm comfortable by the time I'm like 30. And that if I do choose to get married at that time and have kids at that time, then I'm in a spot where I'm like, yeah, I can do that. But also I feel like I'm not compromising. Um, you know, I'm not compromising and not living my authentic self. You know? Yes. Absolutely. And are you are you shooting full time there? I'm, I'm shooting a good amount. Like as of right now, I'm just doing photography and music. Awesome. Awesome. That's what oh, that is. You were you were on the right track then, my friend. In a city like that, if you're doing that, you're doing something right. Um, <laughs> with it being full time, how are you balancing the, the work life balance is always the, the, the question with it. So are you able to find yourself being able to relax and, and, and take your, take breaks from it? Are you able to kind of balance that well? Yeah, definitely. I think too, um, it's been definitely difficult, I think, because I've been doing a lot more music as of late as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
my sister actually she's been the one managing me she lives out in california but where she's we're doing like the bi-coastal thing yeah where she's um very much into the logistical side of things i'm very much this the creative side of things yeah so um she's definitely been helping out with that so it's definitely been doing a lot more shows um i like last week i had a photo shoot um i was trying to do it earlier in the week the models weren't available so i had to do the photo shoot and then immediately drive from brooklyn to manhattan then to do a show so it's like mm. it's like it can sometimes be a lot i was exhausted um that day but also it's like if i want to be an artist like these are some of the things that i have to do yep. you know like i have like certain responsibilities that i have to take care of you know and so if I want to be an artist and take care of those responsibilities, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah. So it's like, I mean, I feel like right now, like I do have a decent amount of time to relax because a lot of my shows are like on the weekends or if I'm like playing at a wedding or something like that. Um, and usually that stuff is on weekends. And then sometimes we'll have shoots, you know, throughout the week and stuff. Um, but um, I'm feeling myself becoming, too, I'm feeling myself um being more and more busy yes uh which is a good thing so i think maybe within the next couple months maybe the next three months i'll have to return to that question and be like okay what is my work-life balance really <laughs> looking like and have i been able to find some kind of homeostasis within that yeah yeah absolutely mm -hmm. i mean at the end of the day this is kind of the life we chose so <laughs> whenever i'm yeah. overwhelmed it's like i was asking for this years ago i was asking for to be in this um this body i mean right now doing this so i can't yeah. really feel too bad about it exactly oh my exactly. gosh so it's like now that like i'm starting to actually do more of what i want to do it's like the whole thing of like yeah how do i now how do i do it yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and how do i do it so that i don't get burnt out burnt out how do i do it efficiently um and it's like you know too it's like it's like really when when you start doing it at a certain level you really become a business for yourself you know yeah and you kind of have to treat it like that because for photography for me i was like i just love taking pictures i yep. love you know a lot some of some of my favorite work is like my personal work that i've done for myself you know so it's like now i've kind of had to take the whole mindset of okay now we have to like come up with like a good contract mm -hmm. you know asking people for deposits and stuff like that making sure we uh, are getting to all of our emails on time and stuff like all this stuff. Now I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a business. Now you really got to treat it like a business. And also, you know, you got to know your worth too. And I think that was the most difficult part yes. because I haven't been doing photography for a long time. It was a thing where it's like, I feel like my work is at a certain level where I should be charging this amount, but also I haven't been doing this for that long. So, you know, how do I, I find that like that. So I luckily I do have people in my life who are creatives who I can trust and be like, hey, honestly, what do you think I should be charging for this? And they're like, boom. I'm like, y'all charging that? Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. You ask your friends what's up and you realize like, oh, I'm undercharging like crazy. Bro. Bruh. Big facts. If I say where you are, it's just like, I'm sure it's, you know, I'm in North Carolina, but I'm sure yeah. in New York it's like, nah, bro, you need to go up here. Yeah, and people exactly. people have the money exactly. up there. I mean, they, they just do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's been like little stuff like that that I've just been. I still feel like I'm I'm pretty new to the new in the game, so I'm just you know just trying to figure some stuff out. But I've been enjoying the process for the most part, man. It's it's been fun. Um, I again, as I was saying earlier, I think I might have to pivot more to shooting digital, just because right now 
especially um, shooting film is expensive. And I would love to shoot all of my projects for companies with film. But even when I sometimes like, I'm like, this is how much it's just going to be for the development or the buying of the film and then the, the development costs. It's like just that in itself is super expensive. Not, yes. And then I'm not even yet telling them how much it's going to cost for me just to show up and, and, and shoot. So um, I might have to start doing more digital, but you know, I think that's a, it's, I'm, I'm hoping that I can bring the intentionality that I've learned with shooting a lot of film now to my digital work as well. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, like I said, you said before, like it's, it's more about who's behind the camera than what type, what, if you were shooting film or digital, but Mm-hmm. You know, I get the, the 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 want to probably do more film, but at the end of the day, you got to do digital, be yeah. more financially, you know, apt, than it mm-hmm. is what it is. What what do you shoot with, man? Um, so I shoot Fujifilm and Nikon, which is kind of weird, but um, I have a Nikon. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting mix. Yeah, yeah. No one ever shoots Nikon. Actually, I know a lot of photographers who shoot on Nikon. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been like, I've been Nikon racist for a while. That's fine. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> But, but, but it wasn't about when I start, I think it was because when I first, like the first camera I picked up as like a little kid, I was just like taking a picture of my uncle's house or whatever. Like Nikon, their starter lenses were like, not good. No, they're terrible. Back in the day. They're horrible. They were horrible. Yep. And so, um, when I like actually started doing photography and it went to Canon, like the, the nifty 50 was like 90 bucks. You get like a 50 millimeter lens, like F 1.8, you know? And it's like, you'll be able to take amazing pictures with that. But when I, when I remember just like a long time ago as a kid picking up a Nikon camera and looking at the back at the screen, I was like, this is horrible. I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but Fuji, man, Fuji, though. Yo. I was, I'm actually thinking of switching from Canon to Fuji because I love it. My girl, she shoots, she has an X-T2. Oh. And, the fo- and that camera came out a minute ago. And yep. the photos that she be taking are fire. Just the JPEG, just the JPEGs, too. The, the Fuji colors are so impressive. And let me tell you, my friend Josh here, Josh out <clears> Josh, <throat> um, he had the, I think it's an ES1. It's a little, little, little compact one. And he Oh, had, got you, got you. As a secondary camera, because he used to shoot um, mostly film, just like most, just like you. And um, I said, what camera is that? He said, I was like, Fujifilm, they make cameras? And this was probably like six years ago. I was like, let me hold that camera. So I shot it for a weekend, bruh. I bought one immediately, and then I have really? a, now an XT3. Oh, got you, XT3. Yes. That's 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 a elite camera. And man. the four just came out. I oh, know the the four is out. I think the five is coming out soon. Yeah. But bruh, let me tell you, my friend Garen, he's actually a photo. Um, he's a graduate student in San Francisco, but he lives uh, in Wilmington, here in North Carolina. He has a GFS 100S, the medium format. <laughs> I shot with that camera for a day and I was like, I need this camera. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I'm almost afraid to like use that camera because I know I'm going to fall in love. I know I'm going to fall in love. Don't do it. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. It. Adrian, don't do it. Because then I asked him, of I'm course, like, how much is this set up? He was like, man, yeah. it's about 10 grand. Yeah, and <laughs> for man. the camera Ooh. and the lens, the body alone lens. was six grand. Oh, mm-hmm. I said you can have it. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't do it right now, brother. I can't, can't do, it. do it. But he said, whenever mm-hmm. you come down here, you can use it whenever you want. But yeah, Fujifilm is 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 coming up, bro. Coming up. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely, man. So yeah. yeah, that's why I've been thinking about switching, maybe getting like the XT4, XT3, or something. Because even the XT3 came out 
a little bit ago now, but man, I, some of the casts who I've seen, who I follow, they're like, yeah, I love using my X-T3 because it's just, it's it's great. And some of them even like it more than like the X-T4, honestly. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend getting a Fuji, at least as a secondary, or you can switch over sure. completely, you know, but Fujifilm mm-hmm. has, there's something happening in that Fuji world. Yeah, yeah. definitely, man. The cast is doing some good For stuff. For sure. Um, we're, almost, we're almost out of here, but I want to ask you, when i mean what brands are you really looking forward to or do you want to work with in the future and also do you ever go to fashion week any of those events so i haven't been to fashion week i wanted to do actually do that um this past year something was going on though um that i couldn't make it unfortunately the fashion week i think i was like out of town or something um but yeah i do want to do fast i do really do want to do fashion week um that would be amazing um brands that i want to work with um definitely i mean i've talked about them a couple times ralph lauren i love to work with ralph lauren yes uh some other brands uh there's a company called drake's uh that's located i think they're out the uk i love to work with drake's um i'm trying to think some some other brands um <clears throat> uh telfar yes uh, like, yeah that'd be dope this stuff is dope cold laundry do you know cold laundry i've not heard of cold laundry let me write down check out check out cold laundry they are a black owned business out of the uk okay and their clothing is absolutely incredible look at it right now oh wow oh this is beautiful oh man yeah this site yeah, is right? beautiful right yo adrian you gotta shoot for these guys yeah, I would. I would love to. That's like probably top of my list. Cold Laundry, Cold Laundry, and Ralph Lauren are up there. Oh my um, god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and like I think too, <clears throat> I really want to work with like companies that do care about the environment. Like we live in a world that's like really saturated with a lot of fast fast fashion brands. Yes. Yes. And there's just like a lot of waste, and then also like there's always stuff coming out about Shein like. Literally, they don't pay their workers well enough. The working conditions are absolutely horrible Trash. for these people. And, you know, I personally, if, if I can, you know, it's difficult. The system we live in, it's like, you know, even the phones that we have, somewhere along the line, someone's being taken advantage of, you know. Yep. Somewhere, you know. But um, if I can do what I can to try to work with, like, brands that really do care about, you know, the environment um, and just trying to, um do what they can to just um help out like i even know with druthers like for every product that's bought like a tree is planted yes um that's a part of their a uh, part of what they do um and a lot of their a lot of their stuff is like also they use recycled materials um which oh, i think is amazing oh that's dope yeah <clears throat> that's exactly crazy. so it's like it's it's really cool so i would love to work with brands who also do have a really big emphasis on on tr- trying to do what's right by the environment so okay that's amazing. So yeah, man. But yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, it will. But yeah, there's a. I, I. I honestly, you know, within the next couple couple years, I would love to, you know, just be able to travel around and just like work with like some really dope brands, especially in Europe too. Since my girlfriend's from there, there's like a lot of really dope stuff coming out of the UK with style, also Japanese style oh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They got some dope stuff. Some stuff that I've I've recently got put onto just from my explore page. I was like, oh, that's a dope like that's a dope shirt or like i know um or like those are a dope pair of trousers and i like a lot of these companies are japanese companies it's expensive clothing but the quality is very very good yeah you know 
uh, I, one of the things that my cousin, who was one of the cats who really got me into style, uh, was he, he most of his wardrobe, if not all of it, is now thrifted. No way. And so, um, yeah. like, he, and we were talking about it because I, I I did a shoot with him. I, I named it like hand me downs because he was one of the cats who I got a lot of my stuff from. Um, his name is Dwayne, one of the most fashionable guys I know. Um, but he was talking about how um, back in the day for the working class, like you bought clothing that was going to be good quality that was going to last you because you weren't really dressing as much for fashion. You, you would have maybe a few outfits for like church or if you were like going out or something like that. But a lot of your clothing was made to like, you know, for you to actually work in, yes. in that clothing. And he's like, so <clears throat> that's kind of been my, you know, he's like, that's been my mindset. He's like, I have a few pieces um, that I really like that are really good quality. And I know I can wear them a lot, and, you know, and they're not going to like go out of style. They're like have a very classic look to them. And he's like, I'm not trying to chase all the trends, you know, and that's good. something that honestly like for my wardrobe i don't have a whole lot of clothing um i feel like as i started working with more clothing brands though they'll just like give you stuff so. <laughs> that's the goal so right have, yeah <laughs> so i'm starting to have more and stuff um but um but yeah having us you know some really good quality pieces that you can wear a lot that you know is going to last you for a long time so um uh, yeah i really want to work with i don't really want to work with like a lot of brands that are just trying to chase trends i want to work with brands that like want to like leave a mark and have a like a very like classic look that will like last the test of time absolutely absolutely and i know you're you're i guess you do send cold emails sometimes right like say don't you send like cold emails sometimes like hey i'm adrian I do this type of photography i love to work with yes. you like you you've done that mm -hmm. and uh I think, almost simply yeah yeah it's funny because people always ask me how to get into or my advice on getting with these different brands i'm like dude send emails like just just, mm -hmm. just just show your portfolio, give a statement of who you are, and you just never know what could happen. Um, Most definitely, I, I, yeah. I, some cats don't like doing that, but like I'm like for me, I'm like I don't I didn't really know like that many brands like down like I didn't like personally know people who like were working with or owns brands down in the city. So I was like just like hitting people up on Instagram, being like, hey, I really like your brand, I like your message, um, and you know, I was like, here's my portfolio, would love to work with you and see what we can make happen. And honestly, um, that's worked for me. Um, it's like if you have like good work to, and you can show for, you know, you can show for what you're you're saying you offer. Um, yeah. I think you can definitely, you know, you can make it work doing it that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm There's a lot of different ways of entry, <laughs> you know, yeah. with that knowing people, sending emails, going up to these brands if they have flagship stores, and you know, going through that way, or you know, there's. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy out here. So you got to find your way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is crazy. So you think you stay in New York for a while? I mean, you want to travel around, but do you, do you think you'll live anywhere else? Yeah, I mean, I think right now I feel like New York is the is the spot for me. Um, I really just want to make some connections, some, like, really solid connections down here before I move anywhere else. Um, so, yeah, I think for right now I'm going to be in New York for, for a while. But who knows? I mean, um, you know, me and my girlfriend have even talking talked about maybe moving to Europe at some point. Um, so or Ooh. even the UK. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff up in the air, man. I, I don't know yet, but I feel like for right now, I think New York is the is the spot where I really want to try to establish myself as a photographer and also a musician. So I should just say as an artist, honestly. Wow. 
Yo, man. I have, I don't know. Talking to you, I have a. That's why I love kind of talking to people I don't really know on this show. Because at first, mm-hmm. I started the show. I started obviously it was mostly friends, but that's why I was just sending mm-hmm. co emails like to you and the. I don't know. It's very nice talking to people I don't really know that well, and then hearing these stories. And you're a very bright individual, so this is very, very, very great. This is awesome. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for having me because it's it's weird. Like some of these things that are concepts that I either have in my head or sometimes just the way I work. I don't really think about, you know, I don't really think about it too much as in like, why do I do this? It's kind of like, it's just something that I do. Um, so, uh, it was nice having a conversation because I'm like, okay, let me actually try to articulate (laughs) some of the stuff that's been going on in my head, which I think is, is good for me to actually be able to do. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me though, man. This was really dope. And it's always great talking to other uh, photographers and creatives just who like get it you know yeah because sometimes you'll talk to other people about it who aren't doing it and they appreciate what you know what you're doing but actually you know talking to other you know just artists in general they're like yeah bro we get this struggle we know how it is man bro i'm telling you it is it's not yeah. easy everyone who it's not i encourage people to get into creative game that's why i have this podcast um mm-hmm. but I, i'm very very honest it is you were a lot of discouragement a lot of setbacks <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it, but at the end of the day, it's just, it's a very fulfilling and very rewarding industry to be in. So, um, and you're yeah, a testament to I that. You know, your your story is great. The fact you've only been doing it for two years is still to still blowing my mind. <laughs> but yeah, you should very very be very very proud of yourself. So, thank, thank you, for, you, brother. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you for doing this. I'm in New York. I was actually there pretty often this year, um, but I'll probably be there a lot next year as well. So we definitely got to link up, man. Um, Most definitely, yeah. When you're in New York, man, let's definitely connect. And yeah, you know, too, <clears throat> I have some family that recently moved down to North Carolina. Okay. Um, so if I am in North Carolina, I'll definitely reach out. You know, we can link up. You know, yeah. grab coffee or maybe shoot around or something like that. You know, definitely got to shoot. And I actually, want to introduce you, well, my friend Jaffa, who makes that makes that film. He would be you would love him. He's great. <laughs> and copy, I'm, copy. Yeah, I'm gonna see you some roles of that too. But everyone listening okay. to this, uh, thank you so much, uh, Adrian. Please, I'll send. I'll put on the links in. Look at the work. It's just it's it's very impressive. It's very beautiful. Um, for a very beautiful person. Um, but yeah, support the show. Tell your friends and family. Rate and review it so I can uh, feed my kids that I don't have. But um, <laughs> thank you for listening, and we're out. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smokes niggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night